No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... Welcome to Epic Cheat Day. I'm your host, Derek Strong. As usual, who the fuck else would be hosting Epic Cheat Day with Derek Strong other than Derek Strong? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. How you guys doing? Um, I've been, uh, I unlike most of you, I haven't been quarantined. I'm currently at work. Still as a cashier at one of the local supermarkets in the Chicago area. So we're going to talk about that. The name of this episode is going to be called Paper or Plastic. And I'm going to talk about my experience being a cashier now during this health crisis. Not only that, but also why I chose to be a cashier when my last position at a company was being an assistant store manager. Um, You know, what led me here. And also the effect, because again, this is about dieting and exercise. Of course it is. That's what the show is about. Uh, what kind of effect working at a grocery store has on somebody who is going through food and weight issues? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, but we'll talk about that. Uh, of course, our unofficial sponsor is White Castle. White Castle, what you crave. You're goddamn right. Who doesn't crave themselves some White Castle? White Castle is delicious and amazing. A friend of mine just sent a picture of his White Castle meal and it looks fantastic. They look to be about like four or five uh, double cheeseburgers, some fries. I like Castle's old fries. I'm going to be honest with you guys about this. I like White Castle's old fries. White Castle used to have these shoestring fries. Uh, they were impossibly skinny fries. They were awesome. I like their crinkle cut too, don't get me wrong. But this is uh, White Castle, if you ever hear this. Consider bringing them back. Maybe it's a limited time thing. I like a lot of their limited time items. I like uh, I like franchises that think outside of the box. And White Castle, they most certainly do that. They have no fear about trying new things out. Uh, I would like to say that we're also unofficially sponsored by Planet Fitness. To Planet Fitness's credit, by the way, I will say this. Since this pandemic started, they've stopped billing me monthly. Uh, good for them. I think they got the hint that people would be pretty offended if they were taking out our monthly membership fees and not having an ability to go to a gym. Uh, Planet Fitness is still awesome, so fuck it. We're going to include Planet Fitness in on the mix with that. Uh, I am not going to go through the cheat day breakdown because, damn, since the last time I've talked to you guys, I've been cheating my fucking ass off. It's hard not to, man. It's hard. I mean, you know, people, when this first started, we didn't know what the fuck was going on or whether or not this was going to be the end of days. Uh, I'm a big fan of conspiracies and conspiracy theories. Now, when I say that I'm a fan of conspiracies and conspiracy theories, I'm a fan of the idea of conspiracies and conspiracy theories. That doesn't mean that I believe them. There are certain ones that lend more, I lend more credence to than others. Uh, you know, I just think, uh, I just think some people like they go full, either go full board with it or not at all. And I think everybody, to a certain extent, believes in some level of conspiracy when it comes to certain things. Um, the one I have with this is I have no doubt in my mind that we're gonna have chips in our faces or some parts of our body at the end of this fucking pandemic. I do. Uh, 
But you know, I don't want to talk about that now. You know what we're going to do in one of the later episodes of this podcast? I'm going to talk about conspiracies, different ones I like, different ones I don't like. But today we're going to talk about being a cashier at a grocery store. And uh, for the most part, it's been uh, it's been pretty much the same thing. At first it was chaotic. Um, now everybody is uh, now everybody seems to have been going through a good uh, ebb and flow of it. Uh, they've uh, you know we're we're getting customers the same way we'd be getting them before, maybe a little bit more. I think also part of it is the fact that going to the supermarket is like one of the only activities you can do now. Um, people do respect each other a little bit, I, but I have seen a lot of assholery happening. Uh, we're going to be talking about that today in uh, in uh, five star customer service. I'm going to be talking about how people, how customers are, you know, you know, are actually doing a great job. So it's going to be more of a positive spin on that. Um, oh yeah, of course we're going to be doing um, uh, Derek Strong watches chick flicks. I'm going to be reviewing Serenity uh, with Matthew McConaughey and um, and Hathaway. Uh, weird movie, guys. Weird movie. Uh, I'm going to be pretty vague in the review because I don't want to spoil it. I want people to actually see this movie, but we'll talk about more. We'll talk about that more then. Yeah, so being a cashier, I, I have one resentment that I just want to get out of here, out here for this, okay? One really big resentment, and that's the fact that people are getting unemployment insurance right now, or people getting unemployment are getting paid way more money than I'm getting paid. They just are. That's $600 boost a week on top of whatever your employment check is. That's more than I make if I work two days overtime on top of 40 hours, okay? All right, that's insane. Are they giving us more money? Yeah, they're giving us more money. It's a slight bump in pay. I'm not going to say how much. I don't want to get fired for, you know, being angry about this. But are you fucking kidding me? Really? Everybody, if you're not working right now and you're getting unemployment, you're getting paid more than me. And I have to stand in a human fucking Petri dish of people. And I, look, I am not a germaphobe in the least, okay? In order for me to get through the day, do you know what I do? Do you know what mindset I have? I just assume I've already had this thing from day one, okay? That's how I get through my day. So I don't drive myself crazy worrying too much about it because you can't. Why can't you? Because I'm literally surrounded by people all the fucking time, all right? And the fact that, you know, and I get it. People would much rather be at work then not, uh, listen, there's a reason why supermarkets right now are hiring in mass, okay? Because not everybody wants that job. And I get why they don't want that job, and that's fine. Uh, they got to come up. They got to come up and pay. I just, I mean, I get it. We, we're getting paid a little bit extra. We're not getting paid fucking $600 a week if you file for unemployment benefits. That's fucking insane, that's insane. Like, I get it. And I, I Listen, I'm glad that people are getting money. Do not get me wrong. For people who are getting it, yes, I'm glad you're getting money. We need people to get money so the economy can keep going. I, I really do believe that. Uh, you know, uh, I just, I, I mean, come on now. You know, you want to stamp that whole fucking bullshit essential worker thing on my fucking forehead? That's great and all. Pay me better then. Are you fucking kidding me? Then pay me better. You know, you know what I like? I do like the customers that come up and they're grateful and they're thankful and they thank, they thank us for all our hard work. I mean, we're just doing the same job we were doing before. It's appreciated. People try tipping, which is very, 
Uh, very cool. We, of course, can't receive tips, so ju we just put it towards whatever charity we're pushing for the month, which is also the charity that we're pushing for the month is one I believe in. So if you, if you guys know me and you know which store I work at, by all means, go by there and uh, contribute to that charity because once you see what it is, you'll be like this, oh, yeah, this motherfucker believes in that one. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit resentful about that. Again, I'd much rather have people getting a lot more money than, you know, people not having any money, um, you know, uh, uh, for their own benefit. I mean, we're going to be so shell-shocked once this fucking thing is done. We are. I just, we are. I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving! Guys, welcome back to another edition of Derek Strong Watches Chick Flicks. I'm going to be reviewing Serenity, which came out in 2019. It was written and directed by Stephen Knight. Stars Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Uh, Diane Lane's also in it. Jason Clark, Jamon Hansu is also in it as well. Um, but they're the two headline stars. It's a Rotten Tomato score of 20%, an audience score of 29%, and those are accurate scores. I can't debate them. Also, I have to debate whether or not this is a chick flick. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how the marketing behind this movie. I didn't know this movie happened until long after it left the theater. Apparently, it wasn't in the theater for very long at all. It didn't make too much money. And if you watch it, I, by the way, I implore you, please watch this movie. It wasn't good. It was fucking weird, okay? It has a significant plot twist in the movie where you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, it's nothing prepares you for the plot twist. Uh, you know, there's a mystery behind what's going on. At least they, they lead you to believe that there's something bigger going on in the movie. But then when you see what it is, and also they, they reveal the plot twist, like, in the middle of the movie, not at the end of the movie. I'm a huge fan of plot twists. I'm a huge fan of, uh, of them. I love the old Twilight Zone series. I watch every anything with Twilight Zone marketing on it. I love Twilight Zone. Black Mirror... The first season I like, the second and third one, like the second they kept running the same gimmick and kept going to the same technology for the gimmick of the show. I'm just like, okay, now this is kind of fucking hacky. You know, I like old Outer Limits episodes. I like that. I like plot twists, but this one, it's, it's big. It's just like, what the fuck? And like the fact that the, the, that the actors are, you know, a-list celebrities and they they read the script they're like oh this is good you know who who read this script it was just like oh this is gonna be a great movie like even if it was if it came down to a directoral thing like i can't imagine m night Shyamalan making this work or anybody who's a good plot twist director making this work it's just such a fucking out there premise so okay the gist of the movie if you have a guy, he's a fisherman, uh, and his ex comes back to try to convince him to kill her current husband who's an abusive asshole. Okay, that's all I'm going to give away. Uh, Diane Lane and Jamon Ansu are in supporting roles. Uh, Jamon Ansu is, uh, uh, is um, a guy who helps out uh, with the fisherman, sort of friend, but not really. And Diane Lane is kind of like the guy, uh, the, guy the uh, woman who he sleeps with on occasion and it's in this town and the town is weird uh you know it's a weird fucking movie like i 
I don't know how this was pitched. I, I, it's, it's a fascinating movie just because of that. Just like that's what I implore people to do. Go in there. Don't read any spoilers. Watch it. And again, just know that it's a bad movie going in. Like, and then I'm not saying it was bad just because of the plot twist. No, that's that's the easily the best part of this movie. You know, everything else about it, it's kind of, I'll be honest with you, for a movie that has, like, a whopper of a fucking kick in the face like this movie, it's remarkably boring. It's a remarkably boring movie. And then when that part happens, you're like, what? Wait, that what? that's what's going on? And you're like, alright, well, you know, and you can kind of turn it off after you find out what the plot twist is, which again happens at the at, at a, a weird point in the movie because then once it happens you're like you you kind of know where the rest of the movie's going you don't really care you know you're in, and by the way that's one thing that i think the plot twist does it makes you way less invested in the characters for so well i mean you'll see it and you tell me it made me less invested in the characters uh i just i couldn't i just couldn't care one way or the other other than the fact that it was just like yeah i'm glad i saw it it was good um that I did, uh, I, I, I'm glad I experienced this movie, that's, that's, I guess that's a positive, just because, you know, when people say there's no original movies out there, oh, this one's original, this one's original, I'm very curious about that other Anne Hathaway movie, she's, she's interesting for picking roles, the one where, like, she's also a kaiju in Japan, for some reason, but she's going through an emotional crisis. Like, I don't know. I forgot what the hell that movie was called. I really want to check that out. I do. Uh, also, I'm a huge Diane Lane fan. I, I, I like Diane Lane. I like seeing her still in movies. Uh, I, st- I think she's one of the one of the most beautiful actresses in Hollywood. I don't care how old she gets. She's always going to be. She carries herself with grace and poise. All right. Well, there you go. There's another celebrity crush for you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Just about had enough of you. Well, you wouldn't say that if I came with fries and a medium drink. Um, you know, as far as that goes, fine. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Working at a supermarket when you are trying to lose weight is a mind fuck of epic proportions. I can't stress this one enough. Okay? It is. Do you know why it is? I'll tell you why it is. Okay? It's very obvious why. You're surrounded by food all the time i know about every new food product when it comes out okay i mentioned this before in a previous podcast reese's anytime i see that fucking reese's logo shout out to willie griswold i have to know what's going on with it even if i'm not eating sugary foods it just grabs me every single time you know i'm a big fan of frozen deep dish pizza now i've gotten it i've gotten hooked on these things like you know again i don't consider deep dish a pizza it's a casserole but, you know, I like Geno's East. I prefer, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Reggio's is better, but now they have Connie's. I wouldn't know about that unless I actually worked at a grocery store. All right? Surrounded by food constantly, you constantly have all these ideas. All of the foods that trigger you to overeat, you're surrounded by them. Uh, by the way, just to give you an update with that whole part of my life yeah naturally you know thinking it's the end of the world and not having the gym to go to i ballooned back up i gained every pound that i fucking lost uh that's part of my motivation for wanting to start recording again so that yeah i could you know get back on track with that stuff um you know and try to find some ways to like you know work out around the house 
this is a struggle for me, you know. I I just know at the end of this I'm going to have piles and piles of loose skin. What's up, ladies? That's all you guys want to hear about, right? It's all the, the flabby middle-aged loose skin I'm going to be packing once I get into quote-unquote shape. You know, hopefully you can minimize that as much as possible. I do stay adequately hydrated, and I do notice that when I have lost weight in the past, even though I'm yo-yo as a motherfucker dieter, uh, you know, that it's it looks less bad than I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it, it will definitely be a problem. I don't think it's going to be as much of a problem for me as for other people. The stretch marks definitely, but... Uh, my skin seems very elastic with the exception of a couple areas, so there's always that. Uh, shout out to Alex Clays. Uh, he has an excellent bit about that. I have a similar bit, except he actually lifts his shirt up, which uh got to give him credit for that. Um, yeah, so that's what it's like. It's, uh, you, know, you, you know, especially when you, the first few weeks that you're cutting calories, and no matter how few calories you cut, it's a psychological thing, you're going to feel something. You're going to feel something. And you, when, you're feeling, when you're feeling those feelings and you're going through that stress, because you are putting your body through stress, stress, it is a traumatic time that you're going through, and you're just surrounded by all this food. And here's one thing that I've noticed that really just, it's the universe is fuck you. And I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but when you start doing that, free food starts appearing out of nowhere, right? Like uh, I, every single time without fail within that first week, like there would be some sort of party in the store. So there's free food in the bag. One of my coworkers made something absolutely delicious. I can't possibly say no to, and they want to share it with me. You know, which I love it when they do that because, I, listen, I work with a lot of very good, very talented home chefs, and uh, I've sampled all of their food, and I appreciate them hooking me up. But it's like it comes out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere, and it's just free, it, it, it's weird at the frequency that it happens then, you know. When you really need the food or when you're really craving it, yeah, that's not there. But when you're trying to stay away from it, it's funny how it shows up. I mean, and it's like that with every vice. There's no tag on this. Press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. I repeat, press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. That's Vagiclean. Welcome back to another edition of Five Star Customer Service. Uh, I'm actually going to be positive during this one. Normally I like to rant and rave about the bullshit that I deal with at work. Uh, especially being a cashier at a grocery store. Being a cashier at a grocery store is taking on a whole new thing at this time. And it has and it kind of hasn't. I'll be honest with you guys, I mean, there's certain protocol and procedures that we do, you know, in terms of cleanliness that we weren't doing before, um, you know, a store is going to be instigating a health check before o'clock in work uh, to make sure that nobody has a fever, and I think that's good, I think it is a good thing, especially with how this virus is uh, spread, um, you know, and customers for the most part, uh, kudos to them, uh, especially when things first started happening and the lines were all the way to the back of the store, uh, they were, uh, people were nice, people understood, there was a couple of drunk people that, you know, that weren't really getting why there was such a long wait, but everybody else, like, really, really got it, and think, I, I think people got it in short order, um, you know, they, uh, people understand what the situation is and what's going on, and, uh, uh, I have heard this past week that people are getting a bit out of hand and a bit out of line. I didn't notice it. I mean, again, only, I'm only working there during the day a couple of days. 
Uh, but for the most part, people are really, uh, you know, they're 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 in there and they're in there with, you know, they're they they have a clear idea that um, you know that the situation is bigger than them. Which, especially if there's a long line, you know, that's you know, you know, you have to understand what's going on here. You know what I mean? It's not the store. It's not the employees there it's the situation is what it is i actually went as a customer to a different supermarket than mine and a few of the customers you know they you know were they they they, they were a bit out of line when it came to me and to other people in the store you know and i get that everybody's frustrated of course this is a frustrating time i i still don't understand the hoarding of toilet paper i that's just how many assholes do you have are you fucking how many assholes do you have i get it if you have a family fine you know but like i bought a family pack when this first happened and i shit a lot i eat terribly so i shit a lot and uh, i still haven't even gotten close to that thing i'm still working on the toilet paper that i bought before this even happened so i don't know um I don't know if you're if you're a single person and you see the family pack of toilet paper, leave the family pack of toilet paper for families, okay? Uh, Jesus Christ! And the the only bad thing I could say that customers don't understand and they take exception with is when we limit them for things, and then they'll say something to the effect of, "Oh, well, I have like four people at home. Yeah, bring the four people next time, and you could get more products, okay?" all right and we'll treat them as individual customers but like understand why we're limiting things you know that i think is the one that i think people have a hard time getting you know you're not the only person in the store if you could be understanding me online be understanding that you know you're not the only person who needs toilet paper um you know if you're again i just when it comes to like you know sanitary wipes and stuff like that i I, that's the one I don't get. I mean, when people, it's just like, yeah, it'll kill the virus, but it's just, you know, this is an airborne thing. If it's in the air, I don't know. I, you know, the, to me, when I see Purell, all I see it is I see the science behind Purell and, and hand sanitizers, and I'm like, we're just creating super viruses with that. Don't you get how, you know, how viruses work and how they adapt and how they mutate? You know, if you keep putting something out there that's killing viruses uh the virus will mutate so that it can continue to thrive even with that stuff that's the way things are anyway but that's neither here nor there as of right now it's proven to be pretty effective so that's good alcohol is always going to be the most effective thing that anybody can get um and for the most part just stay safe you know stay with the masks and with the gloves i'll be honest with you when it comes to me going out in the world um you know with the exception of work i'm not wearing a mask or gloves i probably should do that uh but i'm not really interacting too much i'm going for a walk uh, i'm not really trying to touch too many things um you know uh and again like i mentioned in the podcast before i know that you know you know that i'm trying to be as social responsible as i can with this but uh you know definitely at work you know i'm saying 100 percent about that and uh you know i'm trying not to go out as often anywhere near as often i think all of us are doing that anyway guys thank you so much for listening this is flaming dragon okay flaming dragon fuck face first take a big step back and literally fuck your own face
It's like that. I remember when I quit cigarettes. Uh, I noticed just how many. I remember this when I quit cigarettes. Uh, I watched the original Ghostbusters and watch the original Ghostbusters and you'll see so many things that just wouldn't happen in movies nowadays. But one of the things that struck out to me most was in every scene, they're smoking a cigarette. Every fucking scene, they're smoking a cigarette. And you don't notice that shit regularly, or maybe you do, but I never noticed it before until I quit smoking and I watched it. Uh, I was like, wow, holy shit. So, yeah, it's like the similar thing with that. Uh, with drinking, I don't know. Drinking's always been pervasive for me. So it's it's always been something that's been in my face. Um, so, yeah, there's that aspect of it. You know, a lot of people have come up to me, and I like this. I actually take this as a compliment. So shout out to my friends who have asked me why I work at a grocery store. Uh, in their eyes, they feel like I'm, you know, at a higher level of functioning to be a cashier at a grocery store. Not that being a cashier is a low-functioning level job. Believe me, it's not. But they feel like, hey, wait a second. He has, like, you know, the confidence, the swagger, and the verbal capacity to be, like, a great salesman or something like that. People always associate me with sales for some reason, uh, which is true. I'd make a phenomenal salesman. I know that much. Um, but, uh yeah, why a cashier at a grocery store? Well, here's the thing. So I've been working retail for uh, about the la roughly the last 10 years of my life. And, you know, every job that I've been in has tried pushing me towards a manager, uh, a managerial role. Uh, in Philly, I had one, um, you know, and it was kind of a very light one. I only had one or two employees under me. And then when I came out here to Chicago, that's when I really dipped my toe in the whole managerial aspect of it. First job I ever got fired from was here in Chicago. It was as a manager at a drugstore chain. And then the second time I was a manager at a drugstore chain, I literally left without two weeks' notice. I left. And I, I got to be honest with you guys, retail management, it's, it's, it's great if you like that kind of work. I can't. Do I maybe I maybe I can probably do it now, but like I just I, you have to want or you have to be okay with that being your life because that's what's expected of you. They shove a leash so far up your ass, it's tickling the back of your throat, and it's it's you're not right, you're wrong on all aspects of it, uh, in, in both ways from the top and from the bottom, from the employees, you know, from the the customers, you're just dealing with shit the entire time you're there. And especially to the level that I got to at the last job where I was about to get my own store. It's, uh, yeah, it's, they, they demand, once you get to that level and you stop getting paid hourly and they're like this, okay, well, we're going to pay you uh, sal uh, salary. They want you there 60, 65 hours a week. I mean, and it pays really well. Like, I'm not going to tell you how much I was being offered. But, you know, compared to what I'm getting paid now, it's just like, wow, why didn't you? And it's because I would have hated every single day of my life. You know, I saw my boss. The main reason why I left was my boss was pretty, pretty fucked up. And I get why she became that way. I don't, it's like, I, I fault her, she's an adult, but it's just like, she also has like, a tr she also had a tremendous amount of responsibility. I actually had an HR case against her that I dropped, and well, I mean, I, I, I didn't so much as drop it as I really didn't follow up on it. Um, and uh, I could tell that, like, you know, the good person that she once was just, 
you know, for years and years of having to do this type of thing and having to be, uh, to be, um, to be a slave to it for lack of a better term, uh, kind of like, you know, wore her down and you could see like her making compromises and how she run, did day to day business that really just like, it kind of went against her and you could see that like long lasting effect of, you know, uh, I, I was just like, that's, that would be me. That would be me. I can't do that. You know, and if you're trying to do something extra on the side, forget about it. Like if you're trying to be a comedian and do that, like there's, and you know, and, and you have a store with your name on it, a retail store with your name on it. You're not doing both things. You're just not, you're, you, that's your only thing that you're doing. That becomes your life at that point. They pay you enough to make it worthwhile for it to be your life. But if that's all you want to do, that's, that's all her life was. That's all she talked about. That's all she knew. That's, that was her existence. Um, you know, and I just, I couldn't do that. You know, I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I just, I couldn't do it. So that's what made me think, you know what, let me scale this way back. Give me the least amount of responsibility at a job. I would much prefer doing that. Um, you know, uh, there were other aspects of it too. Like, I don't think, I mean, you have to be an asshole for certain things that you, and turn a blind eye towards other things that maybe would be company policy that you just wouldn't want to do. Uh, I don't see a lot of people I know being comfortable with a lot of things they want you to say yes to at that level. Um, you know, some people are a little bit more morally ambiguous. And I'm not saying it's quote unquote bad. It just wasn't for me. All right. It just wasn't for me. You know, I'm not saying being a cashier is for me, but at least for right now, uh, with, you know, especially being middle aged and trying to really, really figure out, okay, well, you know, I, I'm not as established as other people in my age group. Yeah. Um, you know, but my God, I, I, I you know, having spent the, the amount of time that I spent working on myself and getting myself to a point of functioning, I at least want to fucking, you know, I, I want to hit one out of the park or at least try to, you know, I want to go for something big. I want to go big or go home. You know, and if that means like, you know, living a very less than ideal end life than, you know, in my 60s, 70s or 80s, then fine. But shit, I want to go for mine. You know, I don't know about you guys. I want to fucking go for mine. I'm not going to be able to go for mine if I'm working 70 hours a week doing a job I absolutely hate. So that's why I chose to be in the position that I'm in. You know, the company I work for isn't bad. Uh, they are what they are. Uh, I don't have any gripes about my job. I like my job well enough. It's definitely not the worst job I've ever had. It's definitely not the best. It's, you know, it's fine for what it is. Uh, I like the people there a lot. I didn't think I'd become friends with anybody there. I just thought I was just going to stay closed off and, like, fuck all of them. But, you know, a lot of them are very cool. They support me. I support them. I like talking to them. So I met some good people there. And, uh, yeah, so... This has been another episode of Epic Cheat Day. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast, um, at Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I've really got to get my YouTube game up. I do. I know I do. Uh, this is just, it's just messed up. My, yeah, but uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much. Mike, we're good.